Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. This is a placeholder for the Usu episode. This is episode 88, Double Infinity. That is amazing, man. You made my day. Northside Radio, Greenville, B.C. What is up, Mr. Glover? I'm going to go get those movies right now, and I'm going to show my family. Um, I watched them. Uh, this is amazing. You made my day, man. I haven't been feeling good for the last couple of days. I feel good today. Like It's, it's July 18th, 2018. Pacific Time, Northside Radio, Greenville, B.C. What is up? And um, I'm going to post your call. Uh, this is amazing. Thank you. I, um, I tune into your podcast all the time. It's it's amazing. Northside is expanding. You know, I just hit I just hit 7K going on to 8K for my subscriptions. Like, I'm just... I started this three months ago just to network with other artists because I couldn't get airplay anywhere else. You have a blessed day. Thank you for your call. Northside Radio, Greenville, BC. Peace. Awesome. So uh, some of you were there with me uh, as I went through the car, uh, dr- drove drove in the car to Philly Ocean's house, picked up my uh, stuff, and now here we are. I got I have retrieved the original microphone. Some of you have, have might have noticed a, a change in uh, the broadcast. You know the quality of the microphone. Um, it's always good to experiment and test out this stuff. I found that there's this specific microphone that I really love. I really, really love it. It's Inspirato Projecto endorsed. It, um, it's very, 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 very inexpensive. They're about uh, six dollars a piece. Yeah, and the microphone that I've been using mostly for uh, some of these other ones, uh, particularly you'll hear for on the uh, when we did, when I did the radio show K Chung, I used I had a different microphone for that. I think that one I bought for like thirty bucks or something. This one is just wow! I'm so blessed. I'll say that. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto, by the way. If it hasn't been said yet, sometimes I forget to say Inspirato Projecto. I just I just assume that since it's written on the podcast, um, people don't need to be reminded. But I think sometimes, let's say, for instance, if you're listening to it, you're doing something else. 
plain solitaire. Sometimes you just get lost in your own world, and uh, it's good. It's good to have that reminder. You know, it's like you're on the path. I, I think of it like this: like when you're on a path, you're exploring. It'd be good if there were those signs, like saying, "Okay, one mile left until you reach the waterfall," or you know, the beginning. The beginning of the path is two miles that way. You know, keep following the signs. It's good. It's kind of like that's why those breadcrumbs. Uh, what's his name? Went into the labyrinth, right? Uh, with the breadcrumbs, and he found the minotaur. I thought it'd be pretty cool to, uh, well, I'm going to read, I'm going to read to you some more stuff out of the idea book here. I think we're going to go through the idea books. We're going to go read through them. Oh, look at this. Record, okay, this was uh, when I was a, a substitute teacher. Record audio of students telling me their dreams. I put them up as podcasts. Students can remain anonymous. Now, if I was still a substitute teacher right now, holy moly, I'd be getting astounding stories from these guys. I'd just say, look, just remain anonymous. If you don't want to uh, remain anonymous you know, uh, promote your, your podcast, promote your project, whatever you're working on. Oh my gosh, I could get into some great, could you imagine during nutrition breaks, we get into these great discussions about ghosts and stuff? Oh my God. Ah, yes. So, I've been thinking about uh, putting together a YouTube channel called Usu University. It's where they talk about their experiences with Usu, with, with synchronicities, serendipities, coincidences, deja vu, all those wonderful things, all those wonderful things that a lot of times we'll hear, oh, what a quinky dink, or, whoa, what a small world. That, a lot of times that's the response. Cause, because maybe we haven't been taught to respond in any other way. And uh, sometimes... Sometimes folks need to hear permission to do something uh, loud and clear. I think that's why a lot of times in these sitcoms and TV shows and stuff, it popularizes a particular cult, a certain culture, and then now it makes it more palatable for the rest of the, the world. That's why media is, you know, you work in their imagination, you work in that aspect, and then you roll out that thing. Let's say, for instance, if I wanted people to be more sensitive to People with prosthetic limbs and conjoined twins, for instance. Uh, I would put them into a show. Not even comment about those things. Put them into a show. Make them funny. Make them likable. And then guess what? People now start looking at those kinds of folks differently now because there now is this example of them. I understand how important an identity is to folks. Um, boy, there's so many directions I could go in this. The, hmm, we, so, okay, so let, let me dial it back. So we associate with something. We say, I identify, dent, I, I dent. Identify, to fi, quantify, to fi, 
What is satisfy? No, if if I I if why if why I if why if why? Interesting. I dent d e n t. It's like a dent. It makes a oof. dent. Sure, dent. Sure, dent. Dental dent. Try dent. Alpha dent. Oh no, that's alphabet. Dent. So I, dent. I see it. I the I the I am dent identifies it. Digs in there. Okay. I f y. I'm going if y, why why is a question if 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 this, you know that's a question. So maybe we're saying if we give, if we give uh if we give it some thought and we dig into that we can identify we can. Associate with that in some fashion, perhaps. It's interesting, interesting way of looking at it. I also like to think that we see an aspect of ourself that we we now feel safer about. Okay, so for instance, let's say uh, like uh, uh, what is it? Theory, 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 uh, theory. Big Bang Theory. It's all about these geeks, nerds, these dudes. They're they're wearing their. I mean. To the extreme, in a very st- stereotypical way. I see no protesters about that, but that's a side note. In a very stere- stereotypical way, these guys are geeky, they're nerdy, they love, you know, maybe p- 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 playing video games, programming, all this stuff, all this stuff. So now, it becomes cool, it becomes hip. Now all these guys who have been reading comic books all their lives, also, obviously, uh, c- comic book movies have a lot to do with this, too. And now goes, hey guys, guess what? It's okay for you to come out, kind of come out of the caves. You don't have to be ashamed about that particular cult or that culture. It, you know, person a person can put up with shaming much easier if they have a a, a tribe of of a tribe a, a gathering a community community of those that they can talk to about this specific niche about this specific. John Garside, we'll get on here. Uh, uh, we'll get him on here sometime talking about GI Joes. This guy is like the mayor of GI Joesville. If you go to any of those forums, everybody knows who John is. John is the perfect guy. John Garside, who does Forgotten Tales, please check out his his podcast. Perfect guy to do a GI Joe movie. Perfect guy to do a, a Batman movie based on the 1966 show, which I'd love to see production designed by Mark uh, by Mike Allred. By Mike Allred, and I would love to play the Boy Wonder. He he was thinking uh, Will Arnett would would have been a a great Batman, and uh, and this was before Will Arnett was cast as the Batman voice in the Lego Movie. How cool is that? Wow. Um. Uh, some notes here. Clean out phone of recordings, videos. Yeah, I always need to do that. This is back in 2011 or something. I, uh, this thing happened. Clean up book on dresser. Yep, 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 yep. Do laundry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shop for peanut butter, bread, eggs, toilet paper. Yes, 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 yes. Brings, bring books to Iliad for credit. Yeah. Yeah. The Iliad, uh, if you ever want to meet who I think is a celebrity, I'd like to do a podcast with him sometime. I'll go up there. 
he is he plays Henry Henry the Red. Yeah, Henry the Red in uh Army of Darkness. And he is he's more of a character of Henry the Grey now. His hair is short and gray. He has no beard anymore, as far as I know. Last time I saw him. I had him autograph my copy of uh, my DVD of Army of Darkness. Turns out he's really big into computer effects. Um, yeah, compu uh, computer animation. Wow, I'd like to join forces with him on some stuff. Huh. You know, I think as long as you give people an opportunity to stretch the muscles that they really don't get a chance to stretch. This is why you'll hear a lot of times an actor will take a, uh, uh, an acting gig for a role that they've never played before for a cheaper price because it's this dynamic thing. Oh, I'm used to playing the cop. I'm used to playing the cop. I met Ernie Hudson on the set of Phil Donlin's movie, Man in the Silo. I helped out with production design. I did uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, archival footage. I interviewed these guys. I would say those are some of the earliest times that I ever, now that I think about it, now that I can trace this back, wow, into interviewing people. Wow, 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 wow. It took me a while to understand that the interview is about the other person. Um, at least that's the way I've been cobbling it together. Let them talk, let them talk. The less amount of questions I can do, the better. Not to say that I won't have a lot of questions. Sometimes it, uh, there's an answer wrapped up in a question that I didn't yet ask. That I, I asked a different question, and now that other question I was going to ask is now, is now answered. Um, which is great, because then it saves me time in asking that question, and then I can comment on that thing. Oh, it's just amazing. Main things you might... Uh, commonly hear me ask is what are your passions what are your talents what's your ideal dream you know the ideal thing you'd like to do what passions what do you what do you uh, what are your hobbies what what are those things that uh, I mean sometimes it, it takes a while it, even for someone to tell me oh I like to play video games sometimes that takes a while for them to say uh, so maybe that's a better question I can form fit right now while I'm thinking about it I could say what what hobbies uh, interests, I could say interests, what, what, what intrigues you the most? What do you like watching? What do you, what really strikes home for you? Ooh, that would be interesting to find out the root of a story. What really draws people to certain stories? What are the, at the roots of those stories that really seem to draw the people? I've heard often that the, the, um, conflict, you gotta, there's always gotta be conflict. It's just waiting around the corner. And in most cases, uh, conflict that is marinating over here in this aspect when, you know, okay, here's this scene. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There, uh, there, there's going to be a and then, psh, cliffhanger. Okay. Bam. Now you start over with this other scene. Okay. But, oh my gosh. Cliffhanger. Ah, and then you go back over here, pick up from there and just orchestrating, keeping those, keeping people unbalanced using clever editing techniques that helps make it look like one person is saying something to, to a different person. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Um, I just had a vision right now of, you know, you could show someone having a conversation with someone, and they turn around. They turn around like, oh, it's you. And then you see, just facing that direction, someone come around the corner, and they ask 
they 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 answer the question, but they're answering someone else's question. So they're answering a question, and then it whoop, the camera swoops over, and it's a completely different person standing there on a different day. So you're realizing, oh my God, we're picking up that scene. We're experiencing a deja vu moment. We're experiencing it. Oh, that's a great way to put the audience into the deja vu moment. Wow. Wow. And isn't that interesting? Because then it puts us in the spot of being the audience going, come on, character. Didn't you see that? Didn't you notice that crazy deja vu? You know, it makes us really root for the deja vu. As I've stated before, my buddy Vince and I, who I met on Bitstrips under the uh, handle wireless, great brainstormer, and I'm going to get him, uh, he, we had a great converse, uh, conversation with Tony Lamka, which is the Operation Tone-Up guy, and it was uh, because of Lawrence August, my songwriting collaborative buddy, his brother is Tony, and so I, uh, I did voices on the Operation Tone-Up theme, which you could go to, if you go to YouTube, you can hear it, Operation Tone-Up theme. Uh, Lawrence does the opening narration and then I, actually there's a podcast, one of these podcasts, I, I put that in there. There's, there's an Operation Tone Up podcast that I did where I was interviewing some people. Um, oh man, oh man, oh man, this microphone, I tell you, this microphone is so good, so good. I sent these guys an email letting them know how much I appreciate, uh, their creation, their concoction. I bet you if I gave this microphone to Mike Schley and he took it over to his over there to his buddy's house, they could figure out what makes this what it is. And I bet you these guys could build it, build it. Ooh, ooh, wowzers. See, oh, you never know what kind of ideas are going to be coming to you when you're just talking out loud. I mean, you know, it's so crazy. Okay, as I'm reading these idea books, from these idea books, and I, I continually see... Um, well, okay, a number of things. One, I see how these ideas came to fruition, and I can actually now comment. <laughs> I can now comment and say, okay, here's the thing that I created. Wow. Here's the thing I created. Wow, I can see the seed of, of its creation way back here in 2011 or wherever. This is 2018 as far as I know. Uh, maybe that's the year you're listening to this in. Maybe you're listening to it uh, in the year 3018. Ooh, in which case, ideally, there's a, a hologram of me. People I've been able to uh, piece together my whole life through security cameras, through, uh, you know, I'm sure my DNA's floating around out there, bl uh, my blood samples, my fingerprints, all that stuff. They figure out some way, maybe 3D print me, just like just like in, in Westworld. Oh, my goodness. And, and yet, and it would... Be my complete consciousness. I mean, it would not surprise me if, oh, wow. I mean, boy, oh, boy. Parallel versions. When we look at Westworld, we really see all the close parallels to our own lives. I mean, it's it's astounding. All the close parallels. Now, this is one of the other things I notice about the looking back through the idea books. In addition, in addition to seeing the seeds of, 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 of the growth of something that I was so excited about creating and go, oh, yeah, you know what, someday I can imagine this. That... That is one of the, I would say, pillars of Usu, of uh, ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. I'm going to just use this phrase from now on, and you will always understand. And when I say Usu, it's the all accompaniment of deja vu. It's the all accompaniment of 
serendipity, synchronicity, all those things you've heard me talk ad nauseum. And I never use that phrase. You know when I'm using a phrase and I point it out and it's a word I don't normally use, you know I'm serious about that. You know I'm serious. Not necessarily serious. I got a big gruff. But the stamp of approval. Pow! Put my stamp of, stamp of approval on there. I endorse it. I fully endorse it. So, looking at the seeds and how they grew through the year and or years. Uh, in addition to that, seeing how those ideas were actually came about, how I saw them created in other projects. So this is a wonderful way for me to look at this, go, all right, I threw the boomerang way back then. Usu is this. This is one aspect of it. You, you represents many things. One of them is a boomerang. I'm going to talk about the boomerang aspect right now. You. Now, the, the, the letter U looks like a boomerang. Now, if we were to spell out, if we were to spell out U, we would spell it Y-O-U, of course. U. A whole... Okay, so, now let's say if you put a, an S on the end of that big U, that you pluralize it, you get us... Yes, you also get use. You get a bunch of use. Use. You, 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 you. Now, that's the, in a sense, that in a sense, you know, is the ubiquitous serendipity aspect. Ubiquitous serendipity. We have that looking at a mirror. Like when you look at yourself in the mirror, that is now the reflection. So what you're doing is, so it goes from U-S, like if the U-S was looking at a mirror, it would then reflect the S-U. And where those two S's, the S, when I think of S, I think of snake, of course. I think of S, waves. I think of S, you know, maybe S, the sound of wind, S, uh, uh, whistling like a music, like a s smooth, slippery, s s s s s moving, moving, moving. So now when you look at it, when you draw it, you draw the U, you draw the S. Now if you draw a backwards S and then a U where it's like it's truly looking at itself, you got ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. It's this theory of what's basically what's going on in our minds goes on everywhere. The big, big definition is Every, uh, everything happening, everything happening at the same time, everywhere, all at once, always. <laughs> it's, it's like, the, it's that, it's, it's that, that, all those words in various forms, everything always happening everywhere, all at once, at the same time. <laughs> That's another version. That's ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. It came from a dream from Eric Kleinberg, and I will record him telling me how he came up with that idea. He and I were the ones who were always geeking out about these things. We would share stories with each other way back in, uh, in geez, junior high and high school. And then one day, this is about 10 years ago, he goes, Kurt, I figured out what we can call it. I know what we can call this, this magic, all this stuff. We can call it Usu, ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. Now, I'm not going to go big into his story as to how the, the, those revelations came along, but they were extraordinary. So, 
ubiquitous. We take this idea, ubiquity, ubiquity. It's, it's, it's ubiquitous everywhere, all at once, at the same time. Bam, there it is. So serendipity, serendipity, where you're thinking about something at the same time concurrently and synchronistically with something that someone else is saying at that moment. You might go, oh, yeah, and then right at that moment you hear someone in the uh, uh, drive past in a car, past the restaurant, and they go, oh, yeah, right at that same time. Uh, or you're thinking of someone and they call you up. Like those little things, the, um, that, that, that sort of that um, immediacy, you know, that there's, there's a glue, there's, the, the, there's that force that just happens at the same time, like that right there, the glue, the needle on the record. Ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. Um, and of course, they're magical. You know, these are miracles, seemingly miracles, magical circumstances. So, okay, so imagine U-S-S-U, and you combine those S's, because they're looking at each other. Well, first of all, the S, if we look at that S, it could look like a two. So if we were to pronounce that, it would be us to you. Us to you. In a sense, you're looking at yourself in that mirror and recognizing that you are a reflection of everybody else in your environment, everybody else in your world. They're all reflections of you. You're a reflection of me. Those of you who vibrate with this are aspects of me. I am an aspect of you. This is why we recognize the same vibe and we get along with each other. So, us to you, us to you. Well, um, okay, so what if we play with the idea that if everything is an aspect of us, and let's go even further, let's say even the books that we got in our environment, the music that's coming through, the animals, the, the, the particular, even plants that are near us. We just pretend, okay, that's all me. That's just, those are different reflections of me. Um, now we play with it like as if it's kind of like a game. If, if, if everything takes its, its cue from us, like, like for instance, they say that a tree, it's, it's not green. It's reflecting the color green. It's reflecting the color green. So what are, we, what are we reflecting into our environment, so to speak? What colors are we reflecting into our environment, and how do we feel about those colors? So, as we notice in dreams, the immediacy is right there. The, the, the manifestation is right there. You've heard me account, uh, talk about a dream, a nightmare I've had, where I was like, oh, I hope this thing doesn't happen, and then it happens. I would have a lot of dreams, a lot of flying dreams. I have a lot of dreams where I was flying, and I go, oh, gosh, I hope there won't be any bad guys chasing me. And then what happens? Some crazy bad guys show up with machine guns or trying to shoot at me. Then I go, oh, gosh, I hope I can fly high enough. I hope I don't, you know, run out of, out of steam and I start floating down. Well, then I start floating down. It's like, well, what the heck? Well, if I have the power of doing that, what if I do it in the opposite direction? Ooh, I can imagine this fun thing. There was a different dream where I had where I was, I was – Big time reading a lot of tick, uh, the tick comics. Um, <clears throat> and I had this lucid dream that I was the tick. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I felt it. I felt it. I was, I felt big. I felt like the, this, like eight foot tall, like, Gah! and I remember jumping up into a tree and the tree going, Arr! like, just cause I weighed like 800 pounds or something. And the tree, you know, this big tree just goes, and it bends and it, and it lands on the ground. So, 
the, within dreams, we play with that idea that in our rea in our waking life, so to speak, this one that we're we're both kind of playing in here in this play box, uh, play, uh, in this uh, playground, this sandbox. This one, the manifestations, um, they they sometimes take longer, uh, but they're still on their way. And so if we play with this idea of us to you, us to you, when, when we, and we recognize ourselves and everything, okay, what, what, if, if we saw a bunch of ourselves out there, how would we want to treat them? How do we want them to treat us? So that mirror will reflect that idea. So this is a part of the Usu. So now, us to you. Now, okay, uh, what happens now when you, you combine those S's, you've made a number eight. Eight to me symbolizes infinity. Infinity. That is that 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 you looking in the mirror right there is the true I am. You're really looking deep in your soul there. In fact, we're gonna go right now. I'm going into the mirror, into the mirror. So so. us to you. This is why they say that affirmations are so important because in a sense you're allowing your higher mind to remind this avatar version of what you actually truly are capable of and the astounding amount of possibilities through which you can travel and explore. So in that moment, us to you use to you Now, you got that infinity symbol right there. The I am, the I am, the I am, I am. You're looking at your eyes, first of all, I-E-Y-E. I am, I am. Hmm. It's interesting. If you just stare right there, if you just stare right there between the eyes, and you kind of glaze out your eyes a little bit, us to you. So you put that intention. Actually, I'm going to push right in that spot. I just saw a video yesterday where it says push into that that spot between your eyes to hold it for about 30 seconds. Don't push it really hard. If you can feel it, I can feel it. So us to you, you to you, what are you giving yourself? So I'm just going to talk about the boomerang aspect. 
The other interesting thing, the additional interesting thing, is let's say now, if we are to spell out phonetically U-S, Y-O-U-S, use, 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 you, hmm, that's what's interesting. So if we look at that, so, okay, this takes, this takes into the idea of staring into the mirror. What is that then? That's a palindrome. That's a palindrome. This thing gets so deep. Hmm. You know what I'm going to do? First of all, I'm going to stand out in nature. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Wowzers. Here we are. Beautiful nature. Beautiful, beautiful nature. So U-S-S-U. -S -S so if we spell that, Y-O-U-S-S-U-O-Y. So Y-O-U. Interesting. So if we were to spell that, Y-O-U-S-S-U-O-Y, it'd be Yusui, 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 Interesting. We see you. We see you. Which is interesting because this was the extra added thing I was going to say is so a bunch of U's, Y O U S, is we. Y O U is to. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> if, uh, y O U is to Y O U S, right? U is two U's. Oh my God. Y-O-U is two Y-O-U-S, like M-E is two W-E. Wow. Me. Me is two we as you is two use. <laughs> See, we can have so much fun with language. That's, that's another aspect of this, of this Usu stuff is... Uh, playing with the numbers, playing with the language, really getting in there with the puns and the word plays and looking up synonyms, synonyms, changing numbers into letters, and just investigating it, going down the rabbit holes of those. So, now if we just take Y-O-U-U-O-Y, if you were to spell, if you were to pronounce U-O-Y backwards, it's we, we. You we 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 interesting huh hmm does it feel to you like we are unlocking secrets of the universe yet.
So, if we continue playing with that idea that we keep playing with the idea that our environment reflects our thoughts, our ideas, and manifests our reality. So, let's say we take a you. Um, there's so many things. There's so many things to this. So many aspects to this. So the boomerang... Maybe each episode I'll just take one aspect of it. The boomerang... So you... We take that idea. It looks like a you. We throw it out there. I frequently think of Z uh, Z uh, in Zelda, the first Zelda, with Link, and he'd have that little boomerang, and he'd throw it out there, and he'd get all those jewels, and it would come back to him. Imagine that's kind of that you know that's the same thing with the boomerang. We throw out the energy; it goes over there, flows around out there, and in, in addition to coming back to us, it comes back with stuff to us. Things that are reflect reflective of our highest joys, um, aspects that are reflective of things our lowest lows. It's it's a match to the vibe that we were in when we ordered it, so to speak. This is why it's so good once we start getting into that idea of intentionally manifesting our reality. When we have a record of this kind of thing, that's why I, I, I'm getting such a kick out of looking like at this idea book. This is actually reinvigorating my, my excitement for Usu again because I've been slowly writing, slowly writing the book throughout time, and I want to figure out the, 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 the easiest way for folks to understand this, because it, it's a pure wordplay. I'm also going to come out with a series of books uh, for kids about Usu. Um, so, one of them is the boomerang. And playing with that idea, using that as a permission slip, of going, okay, I'm putting my intentions into this boomerang. It's going to re highly reflect my highest joys, my highest excitements, the things that I love the most, even if it's a dormant hobby. Let's say I used to love collecting trains, or let's say I used to love playing volleyball. Let's say I used to love painting. I don't, whatever it is. Put it in there. I love these things. I love these things. I love these things. Mentally throw that boomerang out there. And what's happening is we're throwing the boomerang to the other you in the mirror. We're going, you take it now. Okay, you take it. <laughs> you take it. You. You take it. So that that guy. Cause if we so imagine if you stare in a mirror and you look at that person in the mirror just as a as an entity, their world is filled with possibilities. I see him in there and I go, wow, who knows what kind of crazy stories could be made with that person right there. If we go, it's limitless. If you just look in the background of what's behind them in that mirror, you could take any of those objects and make some movie story thing that, that goes around that person. So if we look at that you that's in the mirror as this infinite, infinite possibilities, because remember, we fused ourselves with the infinity, us, us, us to you. You see you, we see you, we see you, see you, we see you, see you, we see you. 
bam, you've stepped inside that portal, that parallel world, and now you're going, all right, I'm putting the order in. I'm going to let that guy take care of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And it's our... It's, it's important we're still tuned into that same station. We've heard this all the time. So when it, when it comes back to us, when those gifts come back to us through songs, through conversations, through et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, everything, everything, everything reflected to us. It could be a, a shade in the tree, the way that we look at it, the way that it moves and it reminds us of a face of someone that we knew who was very intelligent and would always give us good advice. And we go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Frankie would say that, yeah. Looking up there, you go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jehoshaphat's, he, he would totally say something like that. See how the way that the uh, palm tree is, is turned and the way that the, uh, the leaves move. You're like, oh, yeah, Cornelius would totally, totally say that. So we look for that wisdom. We, we, we open ourselves to that wisdom. We get in that receptive mode, and then we allow it to come to us. That's one of them. That's the boomerang. So... I guess, you know, knowing that and playing with the idea that the universe is our friend, the universe is our, our generous, generous and prankster friend, Mary Prankster. See, the, that horn just went on out there simultaneously. You heard that, right? That was the universe saying, yes, this stuff happens. Now, if I were to point out every noise, everything that swooped in at those moments, that would be an indicator that we are fully vibing in the natural unfolding of its manifestation. I saw this great quote. It said that what we see right now is the manifestation of what we put or what we asked for yesterday or something like that. So in those times when we lose, you know, there's this idea of losing hope. Oh, I hope this happens. I hope that happens. That, that never has to actually enter the equation. It's that idea of trust. Your mirror self, so to speak, goes, do you, do you have my back? Do you have my back on this? So if I go and I go gather all this stuff for you, you're throwing the boomerang out. You're giving me the boomerang. I'm, you know, I'm running, running around, running around, pulling the strings. Are you going to be here when I get back? I need to know that. I need your word. And if we can say yes to that person in the mirror, you have my word that I will, I will keep my, my signals open, my receptivity open. In fact, you know what? I'm going to stand out here. We'll see if we can gather a hummingbird. This is a perfect time for a hummingbird to come swooping by, I'll tell you right now. Hummingbirds and or butterflies, both would be extraordinary. Heck, even a squirrel running across. It's intriguing when we when we follow those those little messages. I see you over there, tree. I see you waving. I see you waving. Then when I see a little bit of another tree waving, I go, I see you waving too. I see you waving. And then more of it starts waving. You recognize us? Yes, I do. I see you. 
You see you. You see you. We see you. We see you. Sui you see you. We see. It's fun when uh, we can form a particular language with the universe, and then it supports that that uh, that language. To support it, whatever it is. So the the people were shaking our, our the the the, um, the God that we're shaking our fist up at the air, going, God, how could you dare this? Dare do this? Is uh, we're we are we're we're the ones basically saying, how could I let myself do this? How could I let this happen? Next thing is. What value am I getting out of holding this specific vibrate vibration right now while I'm saying this, while I'm proclaiming this? Right? There's another one. Thank you. That's loud and clear. That's the universe saying, you got it. You got it. Loud and clear. <laughs> loud and clear. Mayday. Emergency. Emergency. You are the emergency. Emerge. Agency. The emerge agency. The emergence. See? The merge. E-merge. The electronic merge. Mergen. Mergence. Mergens, Mergens, Magnificence, E-N-C-E, I-N, E-N is like an I-N, in, 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 ion, I, I-N. If we want to get really crazy with it, which I have, here's some fun language. I, lowercase i, is an upside-down exclamation point. Bam. Exclamation point. Eureka! I got it! An exclamation point can be something good. A huge epiphany. Bam! That lowercase i looks like a beacon, doesn't it? The lighthouse. So in. Then let's say uh, that N is an upside down U. Like a lowercase N, it's an upside down U. In. I U. I think I'm inventing a language here. I U. I U is in. This is another thing that might baffle you. I went down the rabbit hole trail. Yes. Y-E-S. Is, you know how people go say, A or nay? Or I, I or nay? 
I or nay, right? A-Y-E is yes. A-Y-E, say that loud, out loud, I. E-Y-E. E-Y-E, if you say that out loud, I is the letter I. So yes, Yes, I, 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 yes, I, yes, I's, I's. Y E S backwards is S E Y, say. Say. Perhaps we could even say C. That's a fun thing, too. When you take the letter U and you tip it on its side, you have a C. C. S E E. S E A. C. C. Uh, revelations like the Y-O-U being a series of U's that revelation remember struck me when I was really thinking about the word university I really started thinking about university oh it's a city, it's a universe it's it's own little city, the city it's it's own little universe, university and then I started going, oh, wait a second, Y-O-University, university. And I started playing with that in my brain, university, universe. Then I just started, and I chopped it off at universe, Y-O-Universe. So I started thinking a lot about that. And that was happening concurrently when I was playing with the letter U a lot. And I go, wait a second, universe, that's like U, that's just like U, the letter U when you say it out loud, universe. Huh, huh. So many, so many revelations. So then I started spelling. Wait a second. If Y O U is is the letter U, and if I go us, U S, if I were to spell that phonetically, that'd be Y O U S. U's, a bunch of U's, is us. So then I really started thinking about that. Bashar talks a lot about the idea of believing is seeing. You believe it first and then you see it. Believe it and then you see it. We always hear that phrase, seeing is believing. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, sometimes you see something and you still don't believe it. 
Maybe by trying to tune into that signal, it makes itself available to you. Oh, you only saw that because you're looking for it. Aha. That's the same thing as saying, oh, you only heard that song because you're tuned into that station on the radio dial. Yes. Yes, I was. So, more about Usu, or UCU, or UECU, on its way. This one was mostly about the boomerang. So think about that today, actually. Think about that. The boomerang. It's very much like an echo. You go, yodele, hee-hoo, and then you hear the echo, eventually. Well, sometimes we can tune in so good that we don't even hear the echo anymore. It, it, we don't hear that reverb, reverberation. It happened that simultaneously. I am you. You am I. I, E-Y-E, am you. Let's say, how would you say that? I am you. I we. I am you. We am my. I am you. We am I. We am I. I am you. We am I. I am you. We am I. No wait. We my I. We my, we my, we my, we my. We're inventing language, folks. Keep that in mind. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. He's coming for you, he's coming for you Here he comes, here he comes He's gonna kill you, yeah Kaleidoscope, Jesus Kaleidoscope, Jesus Kaleidoscope, Jesus He's coming for you, he's coming for you Look out, here he comes Kaleidoscope, Jesus Kaleidoscope, Jesus, you've been warned.